Hello and welcome to the Generation One Podcast. We are so grateful that you decided to join us for this today. We're doing it a little bit different. This podcast is most definitely a prophetic right now word. So we decided in the order of how we recorded that we wanted to get this one to you right now because we believe that just as God is doing incredible things in our movement and truly in the kingdom and in all of our lives, that this podcast speaks directly to that. So we want to make sure that you get into it. Make sure you comment down below. We need to hear from you. We want to hear from you. Like this video, share this video. I'm telling you right now, send it to a friend because this is something that they don't want to miss because this is tapped into what God is saying in the season. We truly believe it. We love you. Let's get into the podcast. Welcome to the Generation One Podcast. We are here to talk about something that is quite stirring, but it's this. It's this notion that you're a solution. You know, Taya, you're a solution to a problem that's out there. Jalen, you are an answer to a problem. And each one of us carries solutions. And and I really feel like there's somebody who's watching right now, and you're asking, well, how how do I know I'm a solution? You're a solution because you're handpicked. You're chosen by God. He destined you to be here before time. He knew you before he formed you in your mother's womb. So therefore, there's a destiny that's already pre-written for your life. And in that, in you becoming everything that God created you to be, is solutions to problems that are in the world. And some of them you might know. Some of the solutions that are in you, you might already know about. So I would ask you guys, what do you feel like? Uh, what do you feel like you're you're an answer to? What What do you feel like? You know, I feel like this thing that I'm stirred up by, I, I know I live for it. Like, like every day I wake up, I feel like I have to do this. Talk about that. Talk about um, how, you, how you see your life each and every day. That's awesome. Yeah, I think uh, for me personally, I think everybody in general has this divine sense of purpose. Like they have this, this like my friend, I have a friend who calls it the inner compass. You know I mean? You have this thing that, that you feel very strongly about like you know that you're not just on this earth for no reason you know that you you have this divine sense of like i'm I'm supposed to do something um sometimes we can't find it or locate it but if you really sit with yourself and say what does my heart burn for you're going to figure that out typically you know i mean what what do i have a big heart for what do i hate to see what do i love to see and oftentimes i think that just points to purpose in you i think that god has given you something uh in that area or that space that you can use and, and be a light towards um and it's powerful because sometimes we don't know how to do that or how to release that light or that gift or that purpose. And that's when we meet Jesus. When we meet God, then, then he shows us, this is what I placed in you. This is why you feel that thing. And this is how you use that thing. And so before we realize that like, I'm an answer to something, uh, we, we needed that. We needed him to show us who we are. Yes. And we needed him to show us, this is how I see you. This is who I made you to be. Yeah. And, and he will do that. And he's faithful to do that. And so he shows you, this is who I've created you to be. This is what I've given you. And now go and be that for somebody else. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So speak to the person, and anybody can jump in, but speak to the person who feels like I, don't, I haven't identified that inner compass, and I just don't even know if, if my life is worth living. Um, I've, I've come to my end, and I'm like, man, every day I wake up, I just wonder if, you know, if, if what I'm doing matters. Mm-hmm. There's somebody out there right now who needs to be affirmed, and maybe I'll speak to you right now, that you are affirmed. 
even in this moment, let this be affirmation that your life matters. Not only does it just matter in the cute sense that everybody says, you know, your life matters, and that's a, a great Band-Aid statement, but no, your life matters because you are a solution. Like we talked about, you're a solution to problems. Mm -hmm. You're a solution to the things in your family that you've seen happening in your life. Like there are literally generational curses that you experience that you are the one who is called to break it. And sometimes you don't even know that that's you. Sometimes even for the person who feels like, oh, I'm struggling right now to even know if my life's worth it, that might literally be a generational curse trying to take you out and make you feel like you want to stop living because there's so much on your life that's worth living for. And, uh, and, and for that person, what do you say to the person right now who's like, man, like, I, I'm there, I'm, I'm at my wit's end. Uh, I don't feel like I'm gonna you know, have what I need for tomorrow. Man, <laughs> so the thing that I'm going to say to y'all right now, say to you specifically, is don't rob the world of the gift that God placed inside of you. Mm -hmm. You take, when you decide to do something like ending your life, or you decide to do something like not show up um, for something, something small like being a, a man or woman of your word, you rob the room of the opportunity to experience the fullness of who God is. They, they don't get the opportunity to see the solution, right? There's so many people that are problem solving or solutions to politics, solutions to uh, communication, solutions to just high level things and even low level things that are, are simple, simplistic things that can be resolved if you just allow yourself to be the gift that God has given through you. Yeah, mm. that's incredible. Yeah. It's true, I, I think about that, you know, when you say you're robbing somebody of being, you know, a solution. You know, it's really easy to just go about life as if it is what it is and like I just can live randomly and whatever, but once you get a revelation, I think that that's it, and maybe this is the revelation for you, maybe this is the revelation even for us to say each and every single day when I wake up, there's something out there that I'm purposed for, I'm not, I'm not random, I'm not a random being, I, I'm here to solve a problem, and only you know those things, so I would ask you guys this question too, what pulls on the strings of your heart? Something that you can't shake and that you always think about, I wanna know, I think we need to know, what are, what are some things, like even for you, like you know for sure like every day when you wake up it's like something that just keeps coming back to you and you, you know you can't stop thinking about it mm -hmm. I think for me it's and this just seems so simple but like authenticity like be authentically me because I think that there's so much power in that well that's I guess that's something that God told me like the, like the your main reason for being like for being here is to be authentically you and everything that I'm gonna bless you with is gonna come through your authenticity mm -hmm. so I would just say um, for me wait, what was your question I like I just that's, that's, that's incredible though because mm -hmm. the truth is you said be authentically you yeah. Yeah. God cannot bless who you pretend to be oh my gosh yeah like that is that is yeah. one of the craziest things like yeah. it, it really changed yeah. my life because mm -hmm. you are out here putting on this mask and you're pretending to be somebody that you're not. Mm -hmm. And how do you know who you are? You know who you are when you sit with the one who created you because he's the one that knows everything that makes you who you are. And from that, you learn who you are. And there's things in life that he's attracted to you, that he's brought into your life, that you are interested in. So you have to 
to your point, you have to be authentic. Yeah. Because if you're not authentic, one, God can't bless a fake version of you because he knows the real version of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And two, you will, to Rick's point, rob people around you mm-hmm. if you're not being 100% you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so much power there. Yeah. Say like that verse, uh, it says, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you. But if you just take the first piece, for I know the plans I have for you. Yeah. You might not know all the plans you have for you, but I know the plans I have for you. And before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. So I already know this version of you. I already know who I've created you to be. And I know the plans I have for you. So you can pretend or you, or maybe not even just pretending to be somebody, but you just don't know who you are. So you're running around and, and you're having this random existence, you know. And it, God's like, I know what I have for you. I know who I created you to be. And so, like you said, to sit with God and to to use him, you know, to like really understand who you are and why you're here is really important. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's crucial. You know, to that real quick, yeah. uh, for people who think God is hard to locate, he's not hard to locate. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to hear from God. And it's not just me saying this because I'll give you scripture for it. It says, you will seek me and you will find me yes. when you search for me with all of your heart. Yeah. So you're saying I can't hear from God. I don't feel God. God's not around. God's not real. He's not listening to me. Search for him with all your heart and you'll find him. And that's the thing that you're saying, what's on your heart? What, you know, on my heart is I want to see people come to know Jesus intimately. I want people to know that he is that close. There's yeah. a song, uh, it might be communion, but it says, you are closer, closer than my skin. And that's a revelation I never had until a few years ago, that he is that close. Yeah. That when it says the Holy Spirit dwells inside of you, he does. Yeah. We are filled with the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. That the Holy Spirit, heaven, God, Jesus, they are here. Yeah. Right here. The Holy Spirit is the bridge to communication to heaven. You can talk right to God with the Holy Spirit in you. Yeah. And so he's that close, truly. He's not hard to find. And so to be still is so important. Yeah. Be still and sit before God. And you're not hearing him. Search for him with all your heart. And then wait. Yeah. Be patient. You know, he might not come on your timing, but he is always there. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this, but I think you and I had this conversation a while ago about this revelation of Jesus is sitting inside of everybody. Like God is, is inside of every person sitting at the door and throughout your entire life, he's, he's knocking, he's giving you signs, he's showing you things, he's trying to give you everything, but sometimes we don't even open the door. It says, yay, I stand at the door and I knock. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to open up the door to him because he's waiting right there to come into your life and to give you everything you need. And it's him. It's not the religion. It's not the church. It's literally Jesus himself wants to come into your life and he wants to give you everything that you need to navigate so that those things that you feel like, man, this burdens me. I feel like I want to do something more. You will have everything you need because it says this. It says it's not by might nor by power, but it's by my spirit. But if you don't have access to the spirit, you'll never be able to do those incredible things that you feel like you need to do on that grand of a scale because everything that you try to do will not amount to really anything in the grand scheme of the kingdom because you need his spirit because there's going to be things and levels of what you are called to do that you will not be able to do on your own you will not be able to do it in your own strength with your own resources with your own connections with your own relationships you will only be able to do it when you tap into the power of the holy spirit because then he will give you everything and attract everything to you on the level that you really need it because a lot of us don't have that access because we're not opening up the door he's knocking and he's saying i want to give you access to the things that I have called you to do, but you've got to let me in and you've got to let the Holy Spirit take the reins. You have to learn how to humble yourself. Yeah. It says, therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God and in due season, he will exalt you. Absolutely. He will lift you up. 
So, so we're trying to hustle up on it, but he's saying it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by my spirit. It's by the Holy Spirit that you will have everything that you are destined to do. Absolutely. Man. You know what's so powerful? God has never not answered a problem. Wow. He has always had an answer for a problem in the earth. All throughout the Old Testament is him using different people to answer a problem. This problem with humanity, he's chasing us. And he gave us Jesus to reconcile us to him, to save us for our sin, from our sin, and to, to basically give us, uh, to bring us back to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so what's powerful is Jesus was praying, send the helper. Mm. He gave us the Holy Spirit. And when Jesus died on the cross, he said, it is finished. And so the answer was, now we have the ability to have the Holy Spirit. And so we're looking in the world. Why doesn't God move like he used to? Yeah. Why doesn't God split the Red Seas now? Why isn't he doing this and that now? The answer is given. We have the Holy Spirit now. Mm-hmm. It is finished. So if you're looking in the world and the world is decaying and everything is going down, well, first off, the world is constantly in a state of decay anyways. As we are, we're a reflection of creation. We're in this constant state of decay without the Holy Spirit. But when you have the Holy Spirit, you now have answers. So you might have answers to the industry, the, the entertainment industry. You have answers to business. You have yes. answers to climate change. You have an- answers to food in you. And that's because of the Holy Spirit. 100%. So why isn't God doing this? Why isn't God doing that? He did it. He's always answered. He sees something, he answers. He sees something and answers. You can look at any scripture and that's going to wow. back that up. Because he, he set it in motion. He already set it in motion. It was a word. You are a word. Each of us, we are a word that God spoke. And since he spoke, it says in Isaiah 55, 11, that no word that he speaks can return unto him void. So he's already spoke. He's already done his part. And then he gives us the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit's in us. And now... God through you can change the world Mm -hmm. because yes he's not splitting the Red Seas yes he's not you know coming down here and you know making you have an ark and all that kind of stuff and doing what Noah did but he's literally inside of you and waiting to solve the problems that are in the world Mm -hmm. he gives us the burdens of our heart of his heart Mm -hmm. you said there's a prayer and it's in Psalms but he's saying I ask that you would give me the desires of my heart okay you can look at that in one way and say the desires of my heart, you know, the things that I want. Yeah, I want, you know, to, you know, whatever the things are that you want in life. You know, I want money. Or I want this or I want that. OK, uh, but is that serving the kingdom? Is that serving other people? I think you will always know whether or not it's you that wants something or God that wants something based on who gets blessed because of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Going back to the question that you asked, like kind of what makes us or like what tugs on my heart. Yeah. I really want people to break that spirit of shame that comes with sin that you wrestle. Um, I wrestled with pornography for, I got exposed at a young age, I was probably like seven. Uh, It didn't start getting bad until like maybe 10th grade. But from then on, it was kind of a continuous battle Mm -hmm. and I never talked about it. I think the first person that I talked to may have been my dad, but Rick, you were one of the first people I talked to about it. Um, Take your time. I look at I look at those type of things in reference to wounds. So when we get hurt, when we have an issue and there's an open wound, we cover it up first. We do the same thing with shame. Yeah. We cover it, we hide it. Yeah. And it's a temporary fix, but it's not until you take the band-aid off of the wound that you can medicate it. Yeah. So it's not until you expose your issue that healing can come in. Um, and so shame is one of the biggest ways that the enemy can keep you from receiving that healing. Mm-hmm. Um, once you've exposed the issue, then 
you have accountability. You have room now for, because it's not just about being open with people, it's about being open with God about it too. Yeah. And I don't even know why we hide things from God he already knows. <laughs> yeah. But you have to be open that way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my heart is, is for the people that are going through things that they don't want to talk about. The only way that you get through it is through talking about it and then having that encounter with Jesus. It was just broken off of me recently because I was able to experience the Holy Spirit. Like you were talking about, he is the solution. And since he is inside of us, yes, we are the solution, but it's the Holy Spirit. Um, but you got, you got to uncover the wound. You got to take it. You got to take everything off. You got to take everything off and, 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 and be able to receive him. And that's where the healing is. So now that I have that, oh, I know that I just need to lead people to that place, to the place where you're so open that you can finally receive him. You don't have all the baggage on anymore. You're not closed off. He can't bless. He can't heal who you pretend to be either. So if I'm walking around like I don't have that issue, why would the Lord impose himself? He doesn't do that. God does not impose. He invites you. We have free will. But you you have to invite him into the problem. So that, that, that's where I feel my most passion right now. Because that was the only way I was delivered is through his spirit. Exactly. Wow. Only way. So it's, it, it's and because I've been through that deliverance, I can deliver others yes. as well. Yeah. And exactly. that's why there we're the solution. What you just said, that's bro. why you are the solution. So that part, bro. You know, this whole podcast, everything that we have done with this, and I'll say this to the viewer because maybe we haven't said it on the podcast. Maybe we have. There's a passage of scripture, and I reference it all the time, but it's Revelation 12 and 11. And it says that they overcame by what? The blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. That literally means there is overcoming power in your testimony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you don't share your testimony, when you don't go through the things that you have to go through, which by the way, you have to go through things. Mm-hmm. Like that would defeat the purpose of Jesus even being here if we don't go through things. Mm-hmm. So just because you're experiencing something or you're going through, uh, you're dealing with sin or the result of sin, you think that Jesus is, is casting you out. No, actually, he's drawing closer to you. He's drawing mm-hmm. closer to you because he, uh, he addresses the fact that you need him in that moment. But if you don't open up to him with that sin or with that shame or with whatever you feel like counts you out from his presence, you will never get what you need to get. Yeah. Because what the goal is, is yes, to get healed. Glory to God. But it's healed because you're getting healed because you are a solution. You're not getting healed just for the sake of getting healing, which, yes, amen, we all want, you know, to receive healing for the things that we go through that, that, that hurt us, traumas, pain, all that stuff. Yes, we want healing because we need to be whole. But also, you are going through that journey, and you have a purpose that's so big that if you don't go through that thing, there's somebody on the other side of it that might not get the breakthrough that they need because you didn't go through the storm that you had to weather. Mm-hmm. So thank you for sharing that. First of all, that's yeah. you know, man. I got it. But there's power in that. I got to yeah. just say to you, bro. I'm super proud of you, bro. Like, man, dog. Just watching you, bro, make me want to be better, bro. Mm-hmm. And I was able to do that for you because somebody did that for me. Yeah. I, he was open with me about the struggle of pornography, mm-hmm. and. I'm crying right now because it's something that a lot of people see as normalcy, you know? And it's it's not, it's a dysfunction. It's not something that's supposed to be happening normally. It's selfish, you know? We rob ourselves. I will rob my wife. I'm married now. I will rob my wife of the experience of what God created sex to be. 
you know, and I'm so grateful that I was able to be a part of an answer for you, bro. Yeah. Like, and hearing you overcome makes me want to continue to be strong yeah. in my walk, in my fight against pornography. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, I was an answer for you, but at the same time, you was an answer for me, you know? Mm -hmm. And vice versa. The person that I'm speaking of is Brian Freeman. That's my big bro. He was able to do that for me. And he's told me out of his mouth that I was an answer for him just as he was an answer for me. Mm -hmm. So you got it. Just your community, it's everything, man. Yeah. It's everything. Amen. But that's something that's, that's something that t tugs at my heart as well. Um, I think the other thing that, that tugs at my heart is the people's want for vengeance and people's want for justice. The Bible speaks on those two things specifically. It says vengeance is the Lord's, mm -hmm. right? And it says justice will be God's in due time. Mm -hmm. It will be Jesus, vengeance and, and justice will be served in due time. So we can't take stuff into our own hands. Mm -hmm. When we do that, we are now robbing again the world of the answer. The answer is not we need to go back and retaliate. It's God, let me go to you first so I can see what you need me to do. It might not be fun, it might be hard to do, wow. but that is the best thing. I've had to hold my tongue, control my anger, tap into those fruits of the spirit, self-control, uh, patience, kindness. You can be kind and you can be a, a good person, but kindness is something that's in you. Yeah. You can't pretend kind, that's in you. Like yeah. Jalen, you are a kind person, bro. And I've seen you be kind multiple times, bro. <laughs> So it's consistent. Those are things that are in you. When you are those things that are in the Bible, when you tap into the fruits of the spirit, you now know that you the answer. You are the answer. There's nothing else to, to say. You are the salt and you are the light and you are the answer. Yeah, you're, you're the answer. Man, it makes me think about even our world today. Where would we be had people not answered the call Ugh. yeah where would we be even to look at this group right now and this is prophetic for somebody out there you literally and even if it's not you you're connected to somebody who can solve a problem in the world the level of what we witnessed with Martin Luther King jr. because I look at this group right yeah. now yeah. we would not have been able to sit here like this that's huge yes Shabba. we would that not have huge. been able to sit here like this but because somebody went forward, because somebody answered the call, if you look at his life, he answered a calling. He answered something that was bigger than him. We can now sit here and we have others in our group and others who were around and we're part of a very diverse, beautiful church yes. that we get to walk into yes. and we sometimes take it for granted. But that was somebody else who answered the call and it was a solution. And yes, there were many others that, that came alongside him. It wasn't just him, but, but had he not answered, who, who knows if, you know, I mean, I know that there's there's different disparities in different parts, but like, who 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 else would not have answered the call had he not answered the call? Yeah. And then even those who went before him. So we have to see it as it's a chain reaction. Who else couldn't answer the call because he didn't answer the call? Mm. There's things that they yes. couldn't have even been enabled to do mm -hmm. had he not stepped up and did that. So not only do you, do you produce this sort of freedom, but you open doors yes. and you hand out keys yes. so people can actually have Jesus. the ability to answer a call. Yeah, it's so powerful. In the place, the very place that 
we're feeling shame about sometimes and we're keeping the dark is that is like the same place that you can use to deliver somebody yeah yeah that same place we're like oh i can't show anybody that god's like i already know you know and, and i'm gonna help you overcome it and then you help somebody else overcome yeah. and they're gonna help somebody else overcome yeah. and so the same thing with, with martin luther king jr and anybody who stepped up and answered a call now we all have the ability to even say yes yeah and i think about creation it says for creation was subjected into futility um, uh, it, what, what does it say? Creation was subjected to fertility, but basically it talks about how we are actually responsible for creation. Yep. Which is because when God stewards. first created everything, mm-hmm. He handed creation into the hands of man. Yep. And so creation is not free because we're not free. Creation was never supposed to eat each other. It's a deep revelation. If you read these two, it's in Romans 8, and then if you read when God created man, yes. when we get free, we give something else the ability to be free as well. Yeah. And that verse is so powerful to me because it really shows me like, Creation's our responsibility. It still is. God didn't step back on what he did. He gave us creation, and then man fell, and creation fell. And that's why when you talk about in heaven, uh, it doesn't talk about animals being violent to each other anymore because mm. they were never created to be violent towards each other. Mm. So the state of creation now and the state of animals now is a reflection wow. of the state of humans now, yep, mankind, which is yep. so powerful. Yeah. So I think all of this actually goes hand in hand with what you're saying. But it's in Romans 8, starts in verse 18. But the verse you're going to get to, that's actually in verse 21. But I'm going to read the first verses that come before it because it all goes hand in hand. Because it, it's, it's for you. It's for us. For I consider that the sufferings, the things that you feel shame for, yeah. the things that you feel guilt for, the things that you went through that you're like tripping about, right? For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Let me just back it up. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory. Okay, if you don't suffer, there's no glory. Mm. If you don't struggle, there's no breakthrough. Mm. Because if you don't go through it, how is the glory going to be revealed? If you lived a perfect life with zero spots and you were, you know, great and everything you did was amazing, there would be no need for glory to be revealed. But the glory has to be revealed through your struggle. Let me continue. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly awaits for the revealing of the sons of God, God's children, for the revealing of God's children. Creation is literally waiting for us to be revealed. And I'm going to get this because this is your verse where you were talking about. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Yeah, this is really what wakes me up in the morning. Um, Yes, there's a lot of other beautiful things that I live for. I have an amazing wife who's here. She's somewhere sitting over there. But um, this is what really gets me up in the morning because this is the thing that tugs on my heart. This is the thing that I feel like I can't shake is the fact that there are people out there who have a calling on their lives, who have a purpose and a destiny that just like the scripture says, they are there waiting to be revealed. And I almost wonder, what if I had not been revealed? And I'm still being revealed. All of us are still being revealed. But had we not went through the things to get us to this place Mm -hmm. to where we can say, now we want to be we want to be a solution. We want to be a bridge. We want to help a generation out. Not just our generation or the one that's coming up after us, but even generations before us, to your point, are being blessed by this. And uh, Michaela sent us a note, but she was saying, you know, there's older generations that are literally getting breakthrough because we're talking about things that they could not have sp- spoke on. Trauma, mental health, things like that. And, and they're getting breakthrough because now they're getting to see their kids or 
people that are younger than them actually talking about the things that they struggled with, but they were too quiet to talk about. And that's the thing. If you didn't go through the sufferings, there would be no glory. We have to go through these things so that we can get to glory. Because on the other side of this is glory. And glory is healing. Glory is breakthrough. And it says right here, creation will be delivered from bondage into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Right? We have to get free. We have to get free. And this is literally us speaking right now. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And I believe that you in your home right now, in the name of Jesus, you can have freedom in this very moment. I believe that God can speak to you. I believe that he already has. Yes. I believe that he spoke through each and every one. And I believe he's going to continue to because there is something inside of you that is worth living for. There's something inside of you that is literally here to shake the earth. There's something inside of you that creation is waiting for. Your family is waiting for it. Your friends are waiting for it. But if you don't answer it, if you don't go through the sufferings to get to the glory, if you don't become whole, you will not be able to change the world around you. You have to go through it to get to glory so that you can be the answer to the problems that you see. And God's going to give you those things so that you can be the answer. There is no glory without suffering. And he proved That's it with so the crucifixion. He proved it. That's exactly. the proof. That's the proof right there. The yeah. glory came, but he had to go through suffering, suffering. for it to get there. Yep. So we feel suffering, and then we back up. And we feel suffering, and then we back up. But you have to go through the suffering to get to glory. Yeah. Glory is produced from suffering, from process. Um, simplified, you get stronger from working out and going through the pain that your muscles endure right. while working out. Mm -hmm. um, that's the only way. And he holds our hand through it. Yeah, yeah. Man. Time. yeah, that's the thing, bro. He's with us through it. Yeah. So you're not alone when you go through these processes that feel like suffering. You're not alone. God is with you. He gave you the word. He gives you the plans. He gives you the steps. And he will give it to you step by step. He won't give you this whole vision and say, go out and do it. But he'll walk with you step by step. Go I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. You know, your rod and your staff, they come from me. You are with me. Even when I'm going through these situations that don't feel good and don't look good, you're with me. So he acknowledged the shadow of death, the valley, but right after he acknowledged God. So I know I'm good. Yeah. I'm comforted. You Absolutely. Know I, mean? so. I think realizing that God was with me was really what got me through a depression. I went through a really, really bad depression in, 20, in 2020. Um, it was a really, really rough time for me. And I think, yeah, I was struggling and, you know, I had, I had all types of crazy thoughts. Um, the lowest I've ever been. And I remember, I don't even remember who told, oh, I think it was my sister, and she talked about, you know, like, it's not even about fully, like, getting delivered immediately, it's that God will sustain you through it, and he'll yeah. be there with you through wow. it, and that changed my entire kind of, like, view of my depression, because knowing that, you know, God's a sustainer, and even though I'm being, like, I just feel, yeah, I feel like I'm being crucified, I feel like I'm just struggling so much like God is with me he's there I'm not alone I don't have to pull myself up he's pulling me up I even think about I think there's a song uh, oh my gosh what is it you know uh, the, you, you know that one song the what song are you talking about oh I think it's a song Oh, no, 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 no. We talked about that verse that Romans 8, 18 yeah, the other day. Yeah. But um, talking exactly. about how God is, like, carrying you. It's like, uh, you know, um, oh, I, why am I forgetting the lyrics now? So am I. Too? I would be with you, but I can't. Yeah, <laughs> you know, some, one, set of foot, uh, one set of footprints on the path I've been on. I didn't know they were yours all along. Talking about how God was holding Ooh, wow. her. Like, literally, like, you, like it's like you're on God's back. You know what I mean? He's holding you. You thought, you know what I mean? It, it's it, 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 The song is crazy. I wish I could remember it. If anybody, yeah, it's. 
We'll yeah, have to put it in the we'll, comments we'll or something. Or the description. Is it called it Where Were You? Man. Where Were You? Is that what it's called? And I think it's no by Francesca Bettacelli. Yeah. And it is, oh my God, it'll change your yeah. life if you're going through such a tough time. Like, it blessed me. So, and I want to speak to the person who's in a tough time, too. Um, because if you're in a tough time, that right there might be your sign to draw near to God. If you notice David, whenever he would write the Psalms, he would write them from a place of anger or he would write them from a place of sadness, deep yeah. anguish, yeah. sadness. But the thing is, he always took it to God mm -hmm. because in that place, God could one, give him perspective two give him comfort, but three, give him his presence. Because mm -hmm. when you're in the presence of God, you get everything you need. Mm -hmm. Everything you need is in his presence. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I think that there's someone right now who you are heavy. You have been heavy laden, right? But he's going to draw near to you even in this moment. He says that he's near to the brokenhearted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's near to you. He's with you. He's in this moment right now. As you're listening to this podcast, he is there. Mm -hmm. And he wants to help you as you're in it right now. He's not even going to rush you. That's the beautiful yeah. thing about God is he's not even going to rush you. Mm -hmm. He's going to help you at his pace. And his pace is going to be perfect because his timing is perfect. Mm -hmm. Not a moment too late. Not yeah. a moment too early. His timing is always right. Yeah. 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 No, you got it. You have to talk to him about it, though. Mm -hmm. Like, because he, he understands. There's another song. <laughs> I'm just naming songs today. He Understands by Chandler Moore. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Like, mm -hmm. that just, whole album. The whole album is insane, and it's so good for people that are just going through a tough time. Um, but talking to him like bringing it up to him even coming to him with your questions even like the name of the song so where were you like where were you when I was going through this and going through this and like Jalen said earlier he's so close Isaiah said something one time this boy right here said something one time about um what, what, it was about God whispering oh yeah uh, yeah in the scripture the it talks the, about yeah the reason you, yeah. why God whispers. no you say you, you might be able to say better than <laughs> no, I can no be, because um there's a scripture that talks about how God speaks in whispers and that seems very counterintuitive to how we view God this big massive yeah vague you know strong like yeah. why would he talk like this but <laughs> it's a symbol to how close he is yes wow. he's right there he literally right there because he's close Jeez, yeah you know? that song i want to point this out that we were talking about the other day i forgot the exact uh like verse and everything but weeping may endure for a night, night but joy, joy comes, comes in, the in the morning oh my gosh Woo! yeah that that'll get you through it because a lot yeah. of people are in seasons of night I feel like seasons of night may even be longer. Yeah. They just yeah. they, that's just how it is. Yeah. But it says May, May, uh, weeping May. That's a possibility. Mm. Joy, but joy Break comes in the morning. Down, that, is oh, sure. yeah, that's that's that is for sure. That's for certain. That is for certain. Stick it out, because yeah. the joy that that's like it was saying. What's the scripture again? The Romans. Uh, uh, back in Romans eight. Yep, yeah, Romans eight was it eight nineteen? Eight eighteen. Eight eighteen. Eight nineteen. Hold on, let me pull it up for us. The suffering doesn't compare to the glory. That's basically yeah. what I'm trying it to doesn't. say. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't compare to the glory. Wait for My the God. season of joy because it's on its way. It is. It really is. is. Uh, the promises of God. Yeah. That's why when joy comes, for sure. It will come. You know, mm -hmm. glory is revealed for sure yeah. when you go through suffering. It's, it's, it's important to hold on to those truths and those promises, especially when we're in process, mm -hmm. especially when we're going through something. Like It's important to keep that close and to know I will experience joy. Yes. I, you know, and not just it's an option or it's a possibility. So you got to get your mind to the place where you stand on his truths and his promises. Yeah. Because that's what's going to keep you through those times. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I can't even lie, man. Like in real time, I'm going to talk about what this is doing to me right now. Like it's it's freeing. Like mm. 
just the I was telling them like before you sat down, bro, like the prayer, whatever happened at that table, bro, it stuck with me and it's like still with me. Amen. And it's so it's so heavy. Like I think we you know when you talk about the glory of God, like the kabod of God, like I feel like I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so heavy. Like mm-hmm. and that's a weight that God calls for us to feel. You know what I'm saying? Like it I can't even I can't even really put in the words, man. And I think it's it's something to like being an answer to as well because it's like I think so many people there's somebody right now that has the answer and they know they have the answer to a specific problem, but they're rushing to get to the to the part, the final product. Like, I know I could do this. I know this is here, but when we talk about the glory to glory portion, right? Glory is something that you're in. But two is a destination. That's the word that insinuates a destination. That says, hey, I'm on my way somewhere. So you can't rush. And those moments of stillness, those moments of I have to get quiet and be intentional about the time that I'm spending with God, those are accounted for in the journey. So you're never really not moving. You're just seeing it as not moving. You're intentionally being stopped because God says, let me pause in your physical seeing to say, let me get you together. Let me love on you properly. Let me expose to you the things that you should say and should not say, the things that you need to see and you don't need to see because you can rush yourself into seeing something that could scar you for life. And that pain will continue with you in being the answer. So you're intending, you're carrying weight, you're carrying scars and baggage that you're not even intended to carry. I think that I think that the Lord wants to get us to freedom. Yeah. I really think that he wants to get us to freedom. And even in freedom, just because we're free doesn't mean again that we won't go through sufferings. Yes. We will. Yeah. But sufferings as the scripture said, the suffering is is almost nothing compared to the glory yeah. that will be yeah. revealed. So we have to get to freedom. We have to get free. We have to let the Lord get us to a place of freedom to say, you know yeah. what? With all my scars, with all my baggage, with all that I have suffered already, God, I believe that there's something happening right now to me, and I want to get to that. I want to get to what you have for me on the other side of this. And there's somebody right now that wants that. There's somebody that wants freedom. And, and I actually want us to pray. I want Taya to pray um, and Jalen to pray. And I want you to pray. I'm going to have Jalen pray for us. Taya, you're going to close us. I want you to pray for freedom. Like freedom and wherever that, wherever else the Lord leads you, but pray for freedom. Amen. Can I tell you something real quick yes, about freedom um, <laughs> that God showed me is when you're in Christ, you are free. So there's people who are in Christ still battling sin, still battling all these thoughts, and you're, you're thinking you're not free. You're thinking you're addicted. You're thinking... I'm going through this, that, and the other, but you are free. You have freedom in Christ already, so you need to get free in your mind. Yes. You need to know that you are free. You need to know that now you have power, love, and a sound mind. Absolutely. You need to know that you have authority uh, to, to loose and to bind. You need to know that the devil is under your feet yes. and put him in his place. And when you have Jesus in you, the name above all names, the name that is exalted to the highest place, that's all you need. You have all power. You are free. And so know you're free today. And we're going to pray, and we're going to pray for all the other freedom aspects in your, in your life, and we're going to rebuke the enemy. But I want you to know first that you are free. You accepted Christ. You can only be free. You, you have the blood of Jesus on you. You can only be free. 
And so pray right now for the one for the ones who want freedom. Uh, Father God, I just thank you so much right now for every single person listening, Lord. I just pray in Jesus' name right now, Lord, that you give a mighty touch to people, yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus, in their minds, Lord, in Jesus' God. name, in their hearts, in their rooms, in their spirits, in Jesus' name. A touch that can it can't be defined as anything else but God. A touch in their lives, Lord, a way of thinking that has changed. A divine thinking pattern change in Jesus' name, Father. I thank you right now, Lord, for the person who's struggling with their identity, Lord. You know who they are. You're sure of them, even though they're not sure of themselves, God. You know who they are, and you have plans for them, and they are plans to prosper them. They can trust you with those plans. Prosper not just in, in, in ways of money and lifestyle, but no plans to prosper them, their soul. You can prosper their heart, their mind, their soul. You can prosper their existence because you know them. And so, Father God, I pray for that person who's not sure of themselves, Lord, that you will show them who they are in you. Uh, Father God, we just pray in the name of Jesus just for minds that are stayed on you. It says that you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are stayed on you. And we know that you have the peace that surpasses all understanding. Lord, we, put, we pray for divine peace. We pray for rest. We pray for strategy, Lord, in Jesus' name. We pray, for, we pray to rise up in power in the way that we think and the way that we operate, Lord, that we can start to take these things and, and, and rebuke them out of our life, Lord, that we can remove these things that are holding us hostage that these things that are holding us bound, Lord, in Jesus' name, we don't need to be bound anymore because we have you. You gave us that solution, God. So I just pray, Lord, that freedom would rush through everybody right now in Jesus' name, in every area of their lives, God, in the name of Jesus, that we will feel more free than we ever have, and that our minds would not go back to the place of wondering if we are free, but that our minds would stay in the place of knowing that we are free, in Jesus' name, because the devil just challenges our no. Do you know it? That's all he's ever done. He challenges your thinking. Do you know it? And I want you to know right now with me and say it even. I am free. I am free in Christ. Yes. You are free indeed. Who the sun sets free. He's free indeed. Free indeed. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not sometimes. He is free indeed. That just is what it is. You are free. Yes. So know it today. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. God, I want to pray for... Um, Anybody who's struggling really bad and is feeling like they're losing their fight, God, I just pray that you would just give them their fight back, God. Supernaturally, you'd give them their fight back. Um, and that you would just, and that they would just feel your presence, just feel you near, God, that they would just come to you at their lowest uh, of lows, God, and just open up to you, open up their hearts, open up their mouths and just speak to you and be honest with you um, about everything they're dealing with, be honest with their questions, even if they're questioning you, God, or questioning questioning anything, questioning their life, God, why they're here. I just pray that that they would just open up to you. They would try you out again. I feel like maybe someone, maybe someone's been turned away and they don't want to come to you and they're closed off, God. I just pray that they would just, they would just decide to let me just try him out again try him out again and God that you would be like thank thank I'm so glad that you came because now I can show up for you and now I can be there and now I can not only sustain you through it but I can deliver you so that you can deliver others through um and and then you can yeah I'll, I'll heal you so well that you'll be able to heal other people in that same area so God um I just thank you that we have access to you and that you're uh and just help us to know that that you're going to sustain us through it and that you're going to show up God because you've always showed up every time every time we've needed you God you're there um and you and you always will be so thank you so much for that God and um yeah in Jesus name we pray amen well, family, we love you so much. Thank you for tuning into this Generation One podcast. Let us know down in the comments below. We want to hear from you. Um, if you feel like you got set free from something today, or maybe this was the first time you experienced freedom at all, let us know. 
comment down below, I received freedom. Or even better yet, as Jalen said in the prayer, I am free. Just, just comment it down below. We love you so much, and we will catch you on the next one. Peace. Family, as you can see, this podcast was special and near and dear to our hearts. It was extremely vulnerable, and it's not always easy to be vulnerable. It's not always easy to be authentic, but that's what we need because we know that in this world where we present our best selves at all times, you know, we're in an Instagram generation where we're always putting our wins out there. We're always putting out the great things about our lives and our highlights that sometimes we lose the authenticity. So with this, we really wanted to hone in on that and just share with you how you are truly God's solution. You are truly an answer to things that are out there in the world. You are truly somebody who carries glory. And we wanna make sure that even though we may suffer, that our suffering is actually going to turn into glory. We go from suffering to glory when our lives are in Christ. If this podcast spoke directly to you and you feel like you want to sow, you're stirred up and you're like, man, I want to build my faith. I want to put seed in the ground to what God is doing. I want to be like Abraham and build an altar. I invite you right now. The QR code is right here on the screen. Scan this and you will get directed to a link that takes you to the one uh, push pay directly for generation one so that you can sow into this moment. There's so many reasons why sowing is important, but number one is it builds your faith. Number two, it's honoring God. And number three, it allows you to understand that you will have a seed mentality. And whenever you sow into the ground, God will return a harvest into your life, into the areas where you are needing because the Lord is our shepherd and we have no lack and we can't afford to miss in this area. I love you so much. We're grateful that you tuned in for this Generation One podcast. Comment down below. I'm telling you, hearing from you is how we continue to stay tapped in, is how we continue to know exactly what to speak about. So let us know what you want to hear next. Let us know if you want to hear more words like this and comment down below. Share this with a friend, like this video, and make sure that you tune in next Tuesday for Gen One Tuesdays. We love you so much. We'll catch you on social media. See you soon. Peace.